Some New England progressives believe the Democratic Party has lost its way. If the 2024 New Hampshire primary is any indication, the party feels disconnected. Marion Williamson, at the age of 71, echoes the populist rhetoric of Bernie Sanders in 2020. She appears to be trying to mobilize the groundswell of progressive support that propelled Sanders to compete for the nomination. Williamson has been unable to replicate the momentum that Sanders generated, and her grassroots campaign has yet to challenge Joe Biden's chokehold on the Democratic nomination. However, she does have a small but devoted following that provides insight to the divisions in the Democratic Party. At two different New Hampshire campaign stops on Sunday, January 21st, a few dozen supporters showed up to hear her vision for the country. Primarily, they wanted to feel heard. I'm Aaron McManus. And I'm Diego Gonzalez. This is Mamaroneck Public Radio, reporting from Bedford, New Hampshire. So everything happening with the New Hampshire primaries, the Democrats, what do you think that says about, you know, the Democratic Party and the future for? Oh, with, uh, well, you know, the Democratic Party, I think it's just, um, quite frankly, I think it's despicable. This is Deborah. Um, my name is Deborah uh, DuPont, and uh, I am from Connecticut. Let's rewind. The Democratic New Hampshire primary isn't really happening. For over a hundred years, New Hampshire has held the first primary election in the country. These primaries shape the political landscape in this small New England state, representing a point of pride for the citizens and politicians of the Granite State. However, this 2024 primary is different. Earlier this year, the Democratic National Committee approved a primary schedule that put South Carolina as the first primary slot. Their argument? The state's population, which includes considerably more black voters in New Hampshire, is more representative of the diversity of the Democratic base nationwide. The Democratic Party of New Hampshire defied the schedule change, opting to administer an unrecognized primary election on Tuesday, January 23rd, as typically scheduled. Like Deborah, many New Hampshire voters aren't happy. What are you guys doing? You can't even, you've already decided who the nominee is. That's Laurel a New Hampshire native, masseuse, and end-of-life counselor. The future, the Democratic Party is, is, was done a long time ago. They were done a long time ago. You know, it's just, it's sad, but it's true. Um, this is not a true democracy. We know that. Laurel, like many others, are not only angry at the Democratic National Committee, but also President Joe Biden. Biden has made the decision to align with the DNC, electing to not appear on the New Hampshire ballot. It's making New Hampshire residents, like Laurel, feel forgotten in silence. It angers me when uh, the Democratic Party stratifying other candidates. Um, if we want to talk about uh, democracy, and then we want to talk about negative about the other side, that the other side, you know, don't allow certain voices to be here, what is this? That's Maria. Yeah, um, my name is Maria Perez, and I'm a state representative from District 43. For progressive Democrats like Maria, they're turning to Marianne Williamson. Where Americans have been trained to expect too little. Americans have been trained to limit our political imagination. Marianne talks like a typical progressive, akin to Bernie Sanders in her policy positions. During her two events, she captured the attention of the progressives present with passionate rhetoric about economic change. They say, what the hell is going on here? What happened? 
and young people don't understand why you should have to live your lives at the effect of toxic economic ideas from the 20th century. And I agree with you. Yeah. Why should? What? Marianne is fighting an uphill battle. She faces little press coverage, a minuscule budget, and contempt from the Democratic National Committee. Her answer? We need a political revolution at the ballot box. Is it possible? The odds are stacked against Williamson, but the typical Williams supporter seems to take only frustration and disillusionment from the manner in which the DNC handled the 2024 primaries. Jamika Lewis is a New Hampshire resident and Williamson campaign volunteer. When asked if the Democratic Party represents her political and moral beliefs, she said, Um, so, no. <laughs> I'd say no. Um, being a young millennial person um, who is also a mother, <laughs> a young mom, um, I'd say a lot of things have changed. I, I remember when Barack Obama became president, I was a freshman in high school, actually. And I, I was able to vote for him, um, I think it was my freshman year of college, actually. So that was very, it was very beautiful, very inspiring. Um, I think any the elections after that, things just kind of went downhill. So being a Democrat, I've always, like, I've, I've been on the fence. Should I change my affiliation, my, my party? What's convincing her to restore her emotional investment in the Democrats? Um, meeting Marianne and learning more about her and her, her hopes for policy change and, when, and where she aims to go. I kind of stepped back in like, okay, I think I'm going to look a little bit more and kind of stay involved with, with, with um, politics. Jamika's story is what Marianne Williamson is running on. She knows the Democratic Party establishment is currently focused on the mission to re-elect Joe Biden, but it may be losing progressives along the way. Is that spirit of getting it all done what you think will convince people to join the progressive movement? For, I think there are a lot of Democrats out there that are wondering where their home is, what's next for this party. Well, I feel the same way. I feel a little bit like Maria said. You know, Where's the Democratic Party I grew up with? The Democratic Party I grew up with had spine. And when I was your age, uh, is doing what you're doing, the Vietnam War, et cetera, I thought of the Democratic Party, well, they're on our side. These days, I'm not sure. So, you know, believe me, with everything I'm going through in this race, I have my own question. A lot of people, uh, re Republican and Democrats, are like, what happened to the party I grew up with? That's Williamson herself. She believes she can bring progressives back. Laurel, for one, is excited about Marion's pitch. The fact that she does want to bring people together, you know, that she's willing to listen to, you know, a diverse group of people, to anybody, and is looking for ways to unite us rather than divide us. She comes out of a place of compassion, which I think we really need right now in politics and in the world. Um, so, yeah. That's part of Williamson's plan. But first, she needs the votes. According to an Emerson College poll, she's currently at 5% in New Hampshire compared to Biden, who's not even on the ballot at 61%. In Minnesota, Congressman Dean Phillips is at 16%. In the end, Williamson's appeal to progressives may not be enough to counteract Biden's incumbent advantage or fears of a second Trump term. And then, so say Biden is the Democratic nominee and it looks like it'll be Trump or Haley, so do you, as an independent voter, do you have a voting preference in that scenario? I would vote for Biden. 
definitely over Trump at any any day. <laughs> you know? Whether Biden is at the top of the Democratic ticket or not, Williamson has shed light on a faction of the Democratic Party, the progressives, with long-developing distrust and bitterness for establishment Democratic leaders. But at the end of the day, we can't use our voices because if we use our voices, we get in trouble. Tomorrow, we will be talking to independents and left-leaning moderates who also feel left behind. This is Mamaroneck Public Radio, reporting from Bedford, New Hampshire.